Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Thank you for joining me this evening at 8.20 p.m. here on April the 10th, Sunday evening. Speeding Ontario laws here in Ontario. We add another penalty for people caught stunt driving, speeding. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me this evening. Um, I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. I got to apologize to my listeners around the world. Um, I haven't been out here for approximately probably um, three weeks. Um, technical um, issues, laptop um, breaks down got to get fixed um it's costly <laughs> but anyways i hope everything is all back up working normal again and again i apologize to all my listeners uh, around the world because you know i like being out here um and, and throughout the week i try to get a couple shows going out here um weekend podcasting uh, this is, you know, the time I, I get out here Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings, even Sunday, Sunday evenings. Um, but when you run into, I guess, you know, electronic issues, they gotta be resolved before I can do anything because, you know, everything runs off my laptop. Everything is plugged into my laptop, you know. So when I got no laptop, I got no show. So um, 4,000 plus listeners around the world, 20,000 downloads. Um, That just happened recently. And I appreciate that. You know, I've been doing this podcast um, for two and a half years and, you know, not running into many, not too many difficulties, you know, programming, you know, and and things like that. So, I mean, I can knock on wood, you know, but when I, when I'm off the air and, you know, people who come on and listen to my show, and or they're checking to see if I'm on and say, you know, what happened to Trucker? You know, is he still doing the show? And I mean, I can't even come on here and say, hey, look, you know, I'm having some tech issues and 
you know, we had to get it rectified and, you know, stay tuned because, you know, the trucker is coming back. So lots going on, you know, in this crazy world that we live in, you know, got the war in the Ukraine still going on. You know, you got the bitch slap from Will Smith on Chris Tucker at the Academy Awards. You know, how ridiculous was that? You know, and all over the internet, YouTube, everywhere, everybody's talking about it. You know, Will Smith being banned for 10 years from the Academy. Should he give his award up, you know, for best actor? You know, um, I guess it, I guess it's called um, um, aphasia, where people lose their hair and they can't grow hair or eyebrows. Or I know, in a, a you know, a couple people um, who ha- have that issue. It's not the end of the world for them. You know, it's not like they have cancer and they have to go through chemo and they lose their hair. You know, um, I'll say, you know, I'll say this is that, you know, um, Will Smith was out of line in his language that he used when he went back to his seat was out of line. You know, kind of lose a little disrespect for the man over something over something like that you know great actor or not you know there's i don't know i mean if someone come up and said something really ignorant to his wife's face you know that's a different story you know but nobody did that no one's gonna do that Um, you know, I, I, I wanted to touch back on this topic too, because, um, speeding on our area, area roads and highways here across Canada, all our provinces here, especially here in Ontario, we have probably the strictest penalties in North America. Some people out there just don't seem to get the message. They keep increasing the penalties and still people are going way beyond what the speed limit allows you to travel at. Serious car crashes people dying. I think it was 2019, a mother and three children were killed because somebody's negligence and recklessness and carelessness on our radio, on our area roads and highways. It's tragic. Here in Ontario, back 
it came effective on April 1st. And no, this is not an April Fool's joke. Ontario adds another penalty for people caught stunt driving speeding. And these are the new rules. And according to the Ministry of Transportation, drivers convicted of stunt driving in Ontario must now also complete a driver improvement course or they will have their license canceled. The course must be picked up from a list of government approved companies. And they have to enter this course and be completed within 60 days of conviction. And this requirement, along with higher fines and longer suspensions, sends a clear message to drivers that are high risk and aggressive driving. They have no place on our area roads and highways. Now, here in Canada, and maybe other countries around the world, we use kilometers compared to, you know, the United States where they still use miles per hour. So, for an example, anybody caught driving 40 kilometers an hour or more above the speed limit where the speed limit is set at less than 80 kilometers an hour will face stunt driving charges in Ontario. So 80 kilometers an hour is 50 miles an hour. If you're doing 40 kilometers above that, which is approximately 22 miles an hour more, then you will face that 30 day roadside driver's license suspension as well as a 14-day vehicle impoundment. And the maximum fine for stunt driving in Ontario is $10,000. And you can also face up to six months in prison. And before this new rule come out that they have to take this course, there was this 17 year old driver was doing twice the speed limit on our 400 series highways. He was clocked at doing 125 miles an hour, 17 years old. And you, and you would think, you know, that you would know better at the age of 17. You get your license at 16 here in Ontario. You take driver's ed. We have a graduating licensing program here in Ontario. So when you're right to get your license, you get a G1. Then you have to book a road test for your G2. And then you have to book a road test for your G license. 
And that takes time. It's not write the test, book your book your G2. You have to have so many hours behind the road, behind the wheel, before you can go to the next stage in your driver's license. The other week we had a 27-year-old driver on a city street going approximately 100 miles an hour on a city street in a 30-mile-an-hour zone. In 2019, we had a 16-year-old driver speeding on city streets and he killed three children. He got a sentence of one year of open custody. The three children get internment forever. Here in Ontario, we can keep adding penalties to stunt driving. And yet, there's going to be somebody who's going to be traveling well above the speed limits. And they clearly know and understand the rules and regulations on our area roads and highways, but yet somehow, some way, they just figure that, you know, the laws don't apply to them. Until they get caught, until they kill somebody or kill themselves. We recently had a driver Speeding, killed two people and himself. Yep, three counts of vehicle manslaughter, you know. Um, so that 16 year old. You know, because he's a young offender, gets open custody. The one that killed the mother and her three children got eight years. And eight years is not long enough. It just isn't. And not only that, the one that killed the mother and three children, he was also impaired. You know, I leave for work in the morning. I, I got uh, something like a 45-minute commute to my job. And I leave about quarter to six in the morning. And I'm on residential streets until I hit the highway. 
And at quarter to six in the morning, you think that people, you would have the common sense that whether it's five o'clock traffic or six o'clock in the morning, you just do the speed limit. I got cars passing me in a 30 mile an hour zone and they got to be doing 70 mile an hour at quarter to six in the morning. I mean, if you're late for work, you know, might want to leave a little earlier, you know, and I'm talking, you know, 30 mile an hour zone. You know, for most of my life, my job has been driving. That's what I do. And I've always taken it serious, even when I got, when I got my driver's license, you know, almost 40 years ago. It's something that you don't mess around with. It's your life. And it's everybody else's life. But these penalties, you know, 30 day, uh, like this is like immediate. When you're stopped, it's 30 days, license suspension, and your car is impounded for 14 days. That's immediate. You still... have to go to traffic court. Now, when we talk about types of stunt driving speeding, that's driving in the excess of 30 miles an hour, driving in excesses of 40, where speed limits is less than 80, so less than 50 miles an hour driving in an aggressive manner in relationship to other traffic. So, you know, you get those drivers out there, you know, the ones are always speeding and lane hopping all the time. It's got to be up front. Got to get to that light or got to go through that light. This is part, you know, so stunt driving and speeding you know, driving aggressively in an aggressive manner. Traveling at a rate of speed that is marked departure um, of the speed limit. Two or more vehicles traveling at a rate of speed in a marked departure of the speed limit. So when it says 50 miles an hour, you're tramping it. Out distancing one or more vehicles while traveling at a rate of speed that is marked departure of the speed limit. Chasing another vehicle. Now, the only vehicle out there that is allowed to chase another vehicle is the police. And they'll call off the chase if they've seen, deemed that it is too dangerous to continue but they're the only vehicles on the road that can chase another vehicle is the police. 
lifting tires from the surface of the roadway. So motorcycles do and wheelies down the road. I see that from time to time. You know, now that, you know, the motorcycles are getting back on the roadway. You get those motorcycles out there, you know, the ones that's got the crock rock, uh, the crock, uh, the crotch rockets. You know, they got to go blasting down the road. You know, they got to pop wheelies. You know, then it's like, I mean, do they all ride their motorcycles like that? I mean, there is a lot of responsible motorcycle drivers out there. And then, like I say, you have these idiots on these crotch rockets, you know, cutting in between cars, giving it what it's got to get to the next red light. You know, stuff like that is going to get you and your vehicle, whatever, motorcycle, into the impound. Stopping or slowing down to interfere with the movement of another vehicle. So cutting the driver off and hitting your brakes and doing kind of bullshit like that because why? Because... You're an asshole, road rage, driver done something, pissed you off. Following too closely, you you know, tailgating, whether you realize it or not, but tailgating kills. And it's usually the one that dies behind the wheel is the one that is tailgating. Cutting in front of a vehicle, making left turns. How many times have you seen that happen? A marked departure means a rate of speed that may limit the ability of a driver of a motor vehicle to prudently adjust to changing circumstances on the highway. So you're driving too fast. Traffic changes. Traffic changes every second when you're on the roadway. Whether you realize that or not, every single second, that traffic changes. So, so I mean, I mean, you're in a hurry, and you find yourself braking really hard, switching lanes really quick because traffic is changing constantly. Now, speeding, stunt driving, it's a, high, it's a highway traffic act. It's not a criminal offense. It becomes a criminal offense 
when you kill somebody for your negligence. That's when it becomes criminal. Now, so at the event that you're stopped for speeding, you lose your license for 30 days immediately and your car is impounded for 14 days. Now you have to go to court. You lose your license for one to three years, be sentenced to a period of time in jail, receive a fine up to $10,000. Many Ontario jurisdictions have sent drivers to jail for high speed stunt driving charges and fines over 5,000 are not uncommon. So people have been fined and gone to jail for it. Now, when you're charged on the, on the roadside, the officer is going to give you a summons to appear in court. The notice that the driver's license has been suspended for 30 days and your car is immediately hooked up to a tow truck and gone for 14 days. Now the driver, obviously you have to appear in court on the court date. If not, they'll issue a bench summons and for the arrest of the driver, or they will convict the driver in their absence. If it's a bench summons, obviously, um, it is a court order for the police to arrest the driver to ensure their appearance in court. Then once arrested, the police must take them into custody and bring them before the judge for with. We're not fooling around here, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, being drivers yourself, I mean, you see the good drivers out there, see the bad drivers out there, you see the mediocre drivers out there, you see the beginner drivers out there. And you have to adjust your driving accordingly. Including bad weather. Whether it's snowing, whether it's raining, whether it's freezing rain and snowing. We all have to adjust to the road conditions and we all have to adjust to the traffic. But unfortunately, there are people out there who just think the rules do not apply.
getting your license back, you have to wait the 14 days, whether it's your car or not. If it's your dad's car, your mom's car, a friend's car, that car is not coming out of the compound until the 14th day. The storage of the vehicle is $700 or more. So like I said, the vehicle cannot be released before the 14 days. But they say there's two exceptions. If you can prove that the vehicle was stolen or the owner can prove to a justice that the vehicle was taken without consent, it's going to be hard to prove. The stolen one, well, I mean, if your vehicle was stolen, it was stolen. But, you know, for your mom or dad, to go and say, well, they took it over with my, without my consent. Kind of has a pretty, pretty strong evidence to prove that. So pretty much that vehicle is not coming out of the impound for 14 days. So you know, so where the vehicle is taken without consent, the owner would have to apply for a legal hearing before the justice of the peace. And usually this would take more than 14 days. So there is a little merit in doing so. Because you're not going to get in to court tomorrow. They may not even hear your case. The 14 days would have come and gone. Now, of course, in the court of law, if the driver pleads guilty to stunt driving, then the justice gives the driver the penalty set for those convicted for stunt driving, should the driver plead not guilty or wish to seek legal advice, then the judge would adjourn it to another date, calmly called to be spoken to date. Or on the first court appearance, the prosecutor will usually give the defendant or the representative uh, the disclosure. And then of course, you if you plead not guilty, then a trial date is set. <clears throat> Better hope and pray that you're found not guilty if you plead not guilty. Because we all can plead not guilty and be found guilty. You know, the technology that the police use for speeding, not just the radar guns, you know, the other tech that they have to prove their case that you are actually 
going well above and beyond the speed limits. Better have something wrong with a car. Gas pedal was stuck to the floor when you release. It's got to be examined. It's got to be found out. Yeah, it was a gas pedal issue. Not because you had a heavy foot. Not because you had a brick on top of your foot. You know, when I hear about people and in, in the loss of life, innocent people, it's heartbreaking. It's senseless for it to even happen. It's not done. You know, the, the families of those loved ones, they have to move on, they have to live on, and they have the loss, they have the sorrow and the heartache and the gut wrench because somebody else's carelessness and recklessness on our area roads and highways. It's not always a car driver that causes the accidents and, you know, truckers out there, you know, um, they cause crashes as well, you know, and, and more times not, I mean, there's going to be a fatality when a truck strikes a car. I've seen bad truckers out there. You know, I'm not uh, just saying that, you know, all these car drivers are out there. You know, a lot of them are just a bunch of idiots. There's a lot of idiot truckers out there. I see all kinds of drivers during my journey throughout the day. And all the miles that I have pounded throughout my career. In bad weather, in good weather, I've seen the worst of the worst. Some people might say that Driving is a right when it is a privilege. And that's why they can take your license away from you. You don't have the right to drive. 
just because you turn 16 and you want to get your driver's license, it is not a right. I've heard, I've heard people throughout my journeys saying, oh, it's my right. You can argue with them till you're blue in the face. It's a privilege. The other unfortunate thing is that we have no way or any methods out there to prevent people who have been suspended from driving who continue to drive. They're caught by chance. Because they've done something, they got pulled over, and then upon the inspection, the driver shouldn't have been behind the wheel to begin with, because they've been suspended. There are countless people driving without insurance, and we have no way to police that. And and it'll be, and and it will be people who have lost their license and they have their increase in their insurance and they have no way of paying it because it's just so high, they're just gonna drive anyways. And the penalty for, for driving with no insurance here in Ontario, Canada, is a $5,000 fine. And that's roadside by the police. Automatic $5,000 fine for driving with no insurance. People, I mean, they're caught by chance. They made an improper turn. They ran a red light. You know, they get pulled over. It's just by chance that we catch these individuals driving with no insurance, driving without a license. You know, with all this technology that we have available to us, is that you would think they would come out with, you know, an insurance card that the police can scan to see whether it's valid or not. See if your license is uh, valid or not. We have licensed cars. We have photo ID, photo driver's license. But we have no other way of, of knowing, you know, who is on the road, who is licensed, and who is insured. But they always seem eventually, you know, these drivers do get caught because they don't change their driving behaviors. They just drive the way they always drive. 
They just stick the middle finger up at the law. Take my license. I don't care. I'm going to get behind the wheel anyway. And they didn't. And recently, we we have had a, a lot of um, hit and run. Pedestrians being hit by a car and the driver takes off. Pedestrians have died. I mean, it only gets worse for you. If you leave a scene of an accident. You're guilty of something. You caused the accident because of your carelessness. Or because you're in a hurry. Because for whatever reasons. And then you take off. Whether the accident is your fault or not, you stay at the scene of the accident. Whether it's a a minor fender bender or it's a serious crash, you don't take off. You don't jump out of the car and run away if the car has become immobilized because it's all smashed to shit. It's leaving the scene of an accident. It's only going to get worse for you. We've had lately a lot of that happening. And it's just, you know, it's just mind boggling to me. You know, you hit somebody and you take off. You panic. Whatever the case may be. Or you just don't care. And away you go. You hope a bystander got the make and model of the vehicle and the license plate. When you're still crawling out of the car or if you're able to crawl out of the car. The insurance rates are pretty much like driving under the influence. It's a 100% increase in your insurance. You know, insurance companies, they don't have to insure you. They're going to come back with rates in the thousands a year for you to drive. Or they can just ba- just say, no, we're not going to insure you because you're just too much of a high risk. And that leaves us back to people who now who are going to face a high insurance rate, they're going to drive anyway. And these days, I mean, how, how can, can people afford to pay 
thousands of dollars in insurance? I mean, look around you. The cost of food, the cost of fuel, the cost of rent, the interest rates for mortgages. Who can afford to pay thousands of dollars in insurance? And I was reading an article the other day when it comes to the cost of, 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 of food going up. I mean, they're talking about it going right into 2023. You know, here, here, here in Canada, one of the largest, well, the largest grocery chain decided that you know, they didn't want to pay for a product like Frito-Lay potato chips. They didn't want to pay the, the increase that Frito-Lay wanted them to pay. You know, the cost of ingredients going up, wages going up. And somehow this big grocery store chain saying, no, we don't want to pay your price. So all the Frito-Lay products were pulled from the shelves. And this went on for a month. And now they come to some sort of agreement. They haven't said what the agreement was. We're probably just going to come out in the wash sooner or later. You know, starting Monday, you know, Frito-Lay potato chips, whatever, will all be back on this grocery chain shelf starting on Monday. But the cost, just the cost alone and the cost of living right now, ladies and gentlemen, is not good. And it's not good for a lot of people. You know, we're still trying to get through this pandemic. It's not gone. Apparently, we're in a sixth wave. School boards, other businesses are calling on the government. Top doctors here in Ontario are calling on the government to implement the mask mandate. Like right now here in Ontario, we don't have any restrictions. It's a free-for-all. It's like we're out of the pandemic, but we're not out of the pandemic. You don't have to wear a mask in public buildings. It's up to your discretion. If you feel that you want to wear a mask, you're going to wear a mask. And a lot of people still are. Even the places that I go to on a daily basis, delivering and picking up, people who are working in the warehouses, manufacturing, whatever, employees, they're still wearing a mask. They're still asking truck drivers to wear a mask upon entry into their business. I have no problem with that. I don't. 
If I go over to the grocery store, I wear a mask. I don't have to, but I do. I go to a nightclub, I wear a mask. I don't have to, but I do. Even going to the shopping mall. A week ago, I took my mother to the shopping mall. She wore a mask. I wore a mask. There's a lot of people in the mall wearing a mask. But we don't have to. They know that the cases are going up from uh, from uh, samples of wastewater. For those who are eligible for a PCR test, but for the rest of the general population, the antigen rapid test is what we have. It's not reported, it's not recorded. So there's still no way of telling how many cases are actually out there. We can have hundreds of thousands of cases. We notice it in, in, in the healthcare. We're noticing it in our schools because the, uh, the uh, absentees of students and teachers. I mean, we're almost out of the school year. We got April, May, and June to get through the school year. Couple schools had to close because they don't have the staff. And when you don't have the staff, then, you know, it's, it doesn't become a safe environment. For safety reasons. The school board is calling on the government to implement the mask mandate for indoor public places. The Ontario government doesn't feel that it's necessary. The top doctor of Ontario doesn't feel that it's necessary. They're just asking us, use your own discretion. Wear a mask or don't wear a mask. No one's going to laugh at you. No one's going to make in front of you. No one's going to call you names. I think we got past that. in society today. Where I go and what I do, I make my decision. Should I put my mask on if I go into this place? What does it look like? Is it really busy?
this is it's you know it's just plain and simple you know to to make that judgment on your own we're not going to go back to it to any mandates as far as i'm i can see as far as i'm concerned there are still federal mandates not just here across ontario across canada but even so the united states and for foreign nationals to go into the united states you still have to have that proof of vaccination the united states government has not lifted that Canada, any Canadians coming back into Canada, they don't have to show proof of a, of a adjutant rapid test. They don't have to show proof of vaccination, but they can be randomly chosen. Any foreign nationals coming into Canada, well, you're going to have to provide proof. So both countries here, we haven't changed that. And that's at the federal level. They were talking somewhere maybe around the 27th of April. But being in the sixth wave, and it's the 10th of April, cases are still rising for the ones that they know of, the ones that they can track with the PCR testing and, and, and the wastewater, it's still far, far below the, than how many cases are really actually out there. So we go about our business and we do our everyday thing as though everything is, is back to normal. Reinfections are happening. People who had gotten COVID are getting reinfected, vaccinated or not. People right now here in Ontario, 60 of uh, 60 years and older, can get a fourth shot. And they're lining up like crazy. They're taking that opportunity. using their own common sense, using their own judgment, saying, yeah, I'm 60 and older. Yeah, I'm going to get a fourth shot. Whether they had gotten COVID or not, back at the beginning of January, the first of the, of the year of 2022, I've, I have three doses 
and, and just just before the new year. And I got COVID. I had really minor symptoms. Had a really sore throat. I had a cough. My sinuses all congested. My ears plugged. And that lasted for 10 days. And and, and, and I'll tell you, um, I did the antigen rapid test. And it came back negative. But because I was eligible for a PCR test because I'm an essential caregiver, I did the PCR test and I tested positive. My symptoms lasted for 10 days. Triple vaxxed. Triple shot of that juice. I can chalk it up and say, yeah, it worked. It worked because it kept me out of the hospital. Now, you may or may not know some people, you know, triple vaxxed or whatever, they still ended up in hospital because they got other problems. They got underlying issues. People can people out there, ladies and gentlemen, can say what they want. They say, well, if you're vaccinated and you got COVID, well, then the vaccines are no good. Well, that's not true. It's the same as the flu shot. You get the flu shot, you can still get the flu. It's not 100%. The symptoms are not going to be the same. If you get vaccinated, you get vaccinated. If you don't, well, you don't. And if, and if you do get COVID and you're not vaxxed, and you end up in the hospital, you got nobody to blame but yourself. It doesn't mean you're going to end up in the hospital because you're not vaxxed. But you can end up in the hospital. You know, we went through this entire winter. All these stay-at-home orders, closing businesses. This big protest in Ottawa, the Karen Carnival. You know, There's a lot more, you know, going on in this world and a lot more to be concerned about than mandates, rules and regulations, whatever you want to call it. 
We got people who was part of that protest in Ottawa were still sitting behind bars. Few of them been released on bail. Yeah, we have the right to protest. But we don't have the right to barricade roadways, barricade bridges. We don't have the right to interfere with other people's rights. Meaning that you cannot obstruct other people because of your cause. The freedom of movement, you cannot obstruct that. You cannot use a vehicle or any sort of object to barricade or block anything. People say, well, they're not, they weren't breaking the law. Well, they were breaking the law. Became a three ring circus, a Karen carnival. They had the big tents, they had the, they had the bouncy castles, they had the hot tubs. I can't make that stuff up. Loud music, blaring of the horns 24 seven. How is that not breaking the law? A protest is something that you will attend for a day. You say your peace and you break up peacefully and you go home. Not what these circus folks did back in February. They had other agendas. And then they wonder why, or maybe you wonder why some of them are still sitting in jail because they did not get bail. We got one sitting in jail, still trying to get a lawyer. Whether you can afford a lawyer or not, that's irrelevant because if you can't afford a lawyer, the courts will appoint you a lawyer because everybody has a right to a fair trial. Everybody has a right to a lawyer. To me, he's just prolonging his, his court appearances. He's arrogant and he's ignorant. 
He's a far-right radical and he's a racist. I can say that because it's true. You can look him up. His name is Pat King. He's an asshole. Can't get a lawyer, my ass. Can't get a lawyer, the court will appoint you a lawyer, you like it or not. The courts are not going to play his games. You know, we all have gone through an awful lot. We all have. All the crying, bitching and complaining. You don't know what you have until it's gone. Look what's happening around you. Look what is happening in Ukraine. They have lost everything. Countries around the world trying to help them the best way that they can without physically getting involved. Because we certainly don't want a World War III. Countries trying to support them. People making donations. Countries taking in the people of Ukraine all around the world. These restrictions and mandates that some places may or may not have anymore don't even stand up to what the people of the Ukraine have lost. So you go right ahead and cry about your freedom. Because you didn't lose your freedom. Never lost your freedom. You were restricted. Governments in a democracy they're sworn to protect their citizens. Yeah, we went in and out of restrictions. Just when you thought we might not go back restrictions, we go back into restrictions. But you didn't have any bombs falling on your house didn't have any bombs falling on your buildings 
You didn't have any bombs wiping out an entire city. And when I hear and see people hollering about their freedom in a free country, in a free democracy, just turns my stomach. They still see vehicles driving around with, with Canadian flags and freedom written on the side of their vehicles. Freedom Convoy 22. Absolutely ridiculous. We have bigger problems in this world than to worry about mandates and restrictions. Cost of living, climate change, war in the Ukraine. Have you noticed your gas prices lately? Have you noticed your grocery bill lately? not going away anytime soon. Thank your lucky stars that we're still above water. A lot of people who are not. A lot of people who are facing evictions. People out there still worried about their freedoms because of restrictions and mandates. It's like a kind of like a relationship. Your relationship goes south. And it takes you a little bit to realize what you had. How good you had it. Or at least you thought you did. And it's all gone. Maybe some of us know what it's like to lose everything. Your house, your wife, your cars, your kids, your cottage, your boat. That's a divorce. When you lose your freedom because another nation is attacking your country and dropping bombs on your houses and your schools and your buildings. Then you can cry freedom. Until then, 
That bullshit needs to stop. You know, every place I go to, you know, I go to the coffee shop or I go to the grocery store, go to the gas station. Donation, donation, donation. Can you donate to the Red Cross? It's in support of the people of the Ukraine. Five dollars here, five dollars there. You know, it adds up, but so what? It's probably five dollars I was going to spend on something else anyways. So yeah, yeah, here's five dollars, here's five dollars, here five dollars. Driving down the highway, I go to the same rest stop, same coffee shop when I go there. I mean, they, they know me by name because I stop there every day. And they ask me this every day. Donate to the Red Cross. Donate to the Red Cross. $5, $5, even $5. If it, even if you don't have $5, if you got $2. I mean, a coffee costs you $2. Donate a dollar. Whatever you can donate to help. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's still people going on. You know, here in Canada and across the United States and other places around the world. You know, mandates and restrictions because of COVID. Complaining. Let me know when you got something really to complain about. Because you don't. I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming out and joining me here this Sunday evening, April the 10th. Again, I wanted to, uh, at the beginning of my show, um, I've been absent um, from doing my podcast because I had tech problems, laptop issues. You know, going, damn, complaining about, got to get this fixed. It's going to cost money. Shannon, how are you? Nice for you to join me. So, yeah, I've been absent for, like, I don't know, probably three weeks or something like that. And it's like, just want to get out here and just... You know, this is where I belong. You 
you know, you know, people out there probably thinking, oh, what happened to Trucker? Maybe he's not doing a show anymore. Well, I'm doing my show. Believe me. I didn't put all this time and energy for two and a half years for nothing. You know, I don't quit. I'm not a quitter. I was, you know, even, you know, the past three weeks too, you know, I've been looking. So what, what, what more can I do? What, what else can I do? You know, well, there's a lot of things you can do with a podcast. You know, yeah, I do. You know, from, you know, time to time, like this one here with the, with the, the speeding here in Ontario, I've talked about this before, but recently, you know, I want to bring this back up because recently there's been a whole lot, a whole lot more happening, you know, with, with the speeding and the carelessness on our air roads and highways and, and the government implementing more rules more penalties. And that, so, um, I'm going to be reaching out, um, to organizations and, um, individuals and, um, uh, hopefully, uh, they'll want to do an, uh, interview. Um, that's, uh, that's a project you know, um, in the works and hopefully I get some, uh, responses back and, uh, go from there. And it could be, it could be topics about, you know, because it's springtime, you know, it could be topics, uh, about bicycles, you know, talking to a, a bike, a bike shop owner, uh, people, you know, they're getting uh, their boats ready for the water. Um, talking to people who work at the marinas. and Springtime, you know, people are starting to look at opening up their cottages. And I know people who have one and, you know, what it takes to do that. Um, all kinds of stuff, you know, um, is in the plans. And, um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I hope you can join me. And of course, always like when something interesting comes up, you know, if I feel that it's relevant, relevant, um, you know, in the news that, you know, it's, it, um, affects all of us certainly, you know, want to talk about it. And again, I want to thank all my followers, my listeners from around the world. Again, I apologize that I haven't been out here for a period of time because of tech issues. And now that I'm back, I'll be here. And I hope you will be too. And take care, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening, unless it's already Monday morning for you, enjoy your Monday because it is 9.41 p.m. 
here in southern Ontario, Canada. So have a good night. And uh, we will meet again soon. Trust me, I will be here. And uh, yeah, the Truckers Podcast, FYI, is uh, back up and running. And I thank you for your patience and your interest in my show. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Dustin Ontario, Canada. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Take care. Have a good night.